Hello and a very warm welcome back to my dear listeners. This is your host Sharmishta and I hope you've been enjoying the story. Allow me now to take you back to the palace of Vishalgarh as Binoy gets ready to battle the impossible once again. His final attempt to escape. Will he succeed? I was up much before dawn. Today was the day when perhaps I would die. I didn't want to know what work Raja Bahadur needed to complete with me. I knew my death was inevitable. But that I wouldn't allow so easily. I'd fight back till my last breath. The daytime was all I had in my hands. I would have to make the most of it. And for that, I needed to go back to that room. I knew the room had its perils, but I couldn't let that intimidate me now. I used the same path, the outside ledges and the stone footholds, and the window to enter Raja Bahadur's room once again. I looked around. The room, as I had anticipated, was empty. I pushed open the door against the corner wall and switched on my torch. The dark passageway seemed to be mocking me, challenging me to tread that path again. I walked carefully down those steps till my feet touched moist earth yet again. My stomach had once again begun to churn at the overpowering stench that was attacking my nostrils. My torchlight picked up the rectangular box. Once again, I pushed with all my strength and the lid was off. Raja Bahadur was lying inside the box, eyes closed. No sign of life. But even in that lifelessness, he looked terrifying. I quickly flashed my torch around again. At the far corner of that space, Against the wall stood what looked like a crowbar. I ran up to it and picked it up. No doubt I felt safer with it in my hand. I walked back to the box and raised the crowbar. And at that very moment, Raja Bahadur opened his eyes. Those eyes turned to look at me, once again spewing hatred. For a moment I stood still, staring back. And then what I saw was unbelievable. Raja Bahadur was transforming into a young man. I saw his white hair turning black, his frail white hands suddenly filling out, his face radiated a rosy hue. I didn't know what was happening, but it was now or never. I brought the crowbar down on his head with all my strength, and I saw blood spurting from there. I saw his eyes with a blazing fire. His lips parted in a hideous smile. And then, I went numb. I couldn't move my hands and neither any part of myself. Those eyes of Raja Bahadur seemed to be radiating a sinister energy which was sapping my entire strength. My body was numb but my mind was alive. I was battling within myself to bring strength back into my hands to raise the crowbar again. Suddenly, Raja Bahadur's hand shot out and gripped my throat and got a deathly grip. And then, everything happened together. 
His grip on my throat loosened for a few seconds. I felt a sudden surge of strength in my hands. I raised the crowbar again with a loud shout and brought it down again on Raja Bahadur's head. More blood. The blow which had landed on his head threw me backwards and I saw the lid of the box falling shut. I didn't wait a moment longer. I heaved myself up and ran up the stairs in the dark. My flashlight was anyways gone. I knew what to do next. I ran up to the terrace. It was useless to try the front door because I knew it would be locked. I had already seen my escape route a day ago. It was dangerous, but I had to give it a try. I don't know what had been Raja Bahadur's fate, whether those blows had finished him forever or not. But if I didn't escape now, the night would bring back those witches and perhaps those jackals again. At the far end of the terrace was the top of a huge banyan tree. Its branches spread out in such a manner that a part of them just touched the walls of the palace. I knew it was risky. If I fell, <laughs> I heaved myself up and caught the nearest branch. And onwards I went, from branch to branch, some of them dipping dangerously, threatening to snap. But whatever it was inside me, it kept me going. Till I reached the palace walls. And slowly climbed down using the stone footholds again, till my feet touched the ground. Freedom! At last! I didn't wait for even a moment and ran on. My soiled clothes and disheveled appearance was making me look like someone who had escaped an asylum. But I no longer cared. As for money, I had that too. While getting out of Raja Bahadur's room, I had picked up a few of those gold coins. As I hurried on, I suddenly thought of the amulet round my neck. Was it the amulet that had helped loosen the grip of Raja Bahadur's hand on my throat for those few moments? Those moments when I had got back my strength to hit him again? I don't know. I do not believe in all this, but perhaps an old woman's blessings had indeed protected me. Freedom from terror. Freedom from Vishalgar. Binoy, even though a staunch realist, will perhaps always remember when that thin line between reality and the unknown fell away. Raja Rudrapatap Singh will remain etched in his mind forever. A living ghost, a beast, an illusion, we will never know. I hope you enjoyed the story, dear listeners. Join me as I return soon with a new story, The Sue of Kirichi Drive once again. A new puzzle, a new adventure. Till then. <laughs>